All right. Well, hey, everybody. This is Kurt Cabana, and welcome to this week's episode of Pursuit for Purpose. As always, thank you to everybody who has joined live, and thank you to all that will listen to the, the recording, the downloads, the feedback. Everything's just been so tremendous and uplifting. You know, this week, we're going to be discussing creating change. Pursuit for Purpose brings the world's most passionate athletes and coaches together in a collaborative environment, environment just like this to encourage our goals and aspirations. By helping provide the teachings and the principles of the greatest minds before us, the people around us will receive the foundations to build the rest of their lives and become champions of character. This week, we're joined by Brock Hudgens and Justin Seeger, founders of Playing Sports. Brock and Justin were UNC Charlotte teammates and were each MLB draft picks. Now, they're called to create change and help an area of youth sports with providing more access and information to players, parents, and coaches about where they can access events in their area. Please welcome me and joining Brock and Justin. Guys, thank you so much for being here with us. No problem. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. It's, it's my pleasure, guys. And well, I, I want to just get, uh, you know, thank you again for taking your time out and, and sharing with everybody that can, uh, you know, get to hear about what you guys are doing and hear about you guys in general. But I want to just start it off with asking guys, tell us a little bit about more of your background on you guys and how playing sports came to life. Justin, go first. Oh, this is my favorite. Um, talk about Brock in college and all that. This is my favorite story to start it off. Um, Brock's my first collegiate home run. I hit my first collegiate home run off Brock in the fall. And he's going to probably tell you that never happened, but it happened. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I tried to reach out to kids in all day. They don't even have a clue. But no, so we, uh, we met at, actually, we met at a um, prospect camp in high school. And um, uh, we were both trying to, you know, make a difference, uh, get some eyes on us. I think Brock was committed at the time. I don't believe I was yet. Um and, uh, you know, we played together three years at Charlotte. Um, you know, I consider Brock one of my brothers, a really close friend. And, uh, you know, I was drafted in 2013. Um, and I played five seasons in the minor leagues with the Seattle Mariners organization. Um, and then I believe, so I left the year early, my junior year. And then um, all that Brock tell about himself, but Brock, Brock was then drafted the following year. Um, we've been friends ever since. And then uh, about, well, I guess, December uh, two years ago, Brock approached me with the idea. Um, and, I mean, I was just ecstatic right away. I thought it was a great idea. Uh, my, my favorite story about kind of how we got started, I'll let Brock talk about how we uh, – or the idea itself. But – um, we, we want to help promote camps and clinics and events and, um, tryouts. And we want to just help promote sports in general, uh, because of the life lessons that it brings and because of the lessons that you learn on and off the field, um, you know, hard work, determination, how to work in a team, uh, you know, focused, focus oriented. And, you know, there's so many other life lessons that you learn from sports, not just necessarily baseball or softball. Um, and from that, you know, the, when he approached me about, you know, parents, it's hard for parents to find an event or a facility that's close to them and they, they haven't heard of it yet. Uh, my older brother, Kyle, 
being who he is, had no clue there was a facility about five miles from his house. And, you know, if, if my brother has that problem, not knowing about, you know, every baseball facility or every organization, you know, within 20 miles and let alone one right down the road from him, you know, that's, there's a problem there. And that's, you know, extreme example, but we knew that that was going to be, you know, a common theme that we heard as we, uh, you know, really started to roll this out. So I'll let Brock talk about more so of, of really of, of how this kind of came, came to be. Yeah. Good job, Justin. Appreciate the shout outs. By the way, we, I met, uh, talked to you about this about a year ago, not two years. Was no, two, was it was 2020, December. Yeah. Was that a year now? Yeah, I lose track. I'm always on the computer. I don't leave the house. So I don't really know because I'm always like trying to graphic designer and all that. But um, yeah, so basically, we, yeah, I played baseball at Charlotte for four years. I was drafted back from Milwaukee as a pitcher. Um, I got out to spring training. I was in rookie ball for a short season. And then the following year, I got promoted to a low A route bat. And then I had the yips, so I couldn't throw strikes in my life. And I uh, ended up getting released after my second year. So when I got back home, I started working at Enterprise for NFR. Uh, did that for a little while. But after a year, I took a year off of baseball because I just wanted to take a break. And I got I had to get back into it. So I ended up uh, giving lessons and uh, helping kids at our youth area, in the youth area in the uh, Little League, learn the fundamentals of, of baseball. And where they need to stand on the field, if the ball's hit to the right side, we all, we all move to the right. If it's foul ball loose, right, uh, cover behind the bag if you're in right field um, and whatnot. So these kids, I learned that they really didn't know that much about the game because I'm in a little bit of a rural area now, and it was uh, it was shocking to me that college like parents didn't know where to look for events, and uh, I didn't like kind of like grasp that fact until parents started texting me a lot, just asking if I could give lessons, they didn't know where to look. And now I'm in farm school sales and doctors just are always asking me, Hey, do you know where I can get a baseball lesson from? And I'm just like, yeah, there's right on the street. And, uh, so anyways, I had a kid, uh, little boy, his name's Hank. He's now two and a half heck of a ball player. <laughs> of course in my eyes, cause I'm a, I was dad. But I, uh, I realized in three years I was going to be that parent that was going to be asking the same thing. And I didn't want to be that parent looking for golf camps or soccer camps or basketball camps because the kids are getting into other sports other than baseball. And I, uh, I came up with this idea because I was sitting on the couch at 6 a.m. in the morning and my son was around me just running around. And I got a text from my parents that they can give baseball lessons tonight. And I was like, there's no way I can do it anymore. I can't do lessons because of like we're having another kid a daughter and um it was where we were playing out another kid and it was just it was just getting to the point where something needed to be done in my town because there's just four facilities and there's fifty thousand sixty thousand people in, and within a 10 mile radius uh no one knows where to look so i was just doing the town of katab county and then i started talking to some parents and i reached out to justin and uh showed up as condo and Pitched the idea to him. He loved it. I don't even think he questioned it. Like, I was there, and he said, yeah, let's do it. So we ran with it, and uh, that's where we're at now. So we're about nine, ten months in now, I think, and 160 organizations and college coaches are using the site. It's going pretty well. It was a grind at first, but now it's pretty uh, – I mean, you got to be persistent. So everything's starting to come together, and uh, it's only, like, probably 0.1% of the way where we want it.
Exactly. And I think that's the beauty of, of exactly what you guys are doing is just being at the, at the front of creating that change. And I think it's got a lot of positive reception and it's, just, it's a simple enough idea mixed in with something that's already happening. And, you know, how can you make it more efficient, I think is just something that's uh, so important uh, big time. And, you know, what, what can, what can you guys see this doing for players, parents, and coaches here now and, and in the bigger picture? I mean, just so Justin and I both played sports growing up and we understand like how important it is for kids and parents to know where the nearest camp is. Um, so, I mean, basically it's, you gotta be connected to the industry, I guess, to, in order to know where to look for camps and going for the bigger picture. I mean, we're trying to get all college facilities and travel ball teams on the site to, to post their events because in the end, it's just going to generate more people, which is going to help more people. And that's the end goal. You know, it's like when you get college coaches to, to use the platform, then they're going to, the, the parents are going to come to the site to now find facilities, you know, and now they're going to get connected to find lessons where they didn't even know that was possible. Um, so yeah, that's what I got for you, Justin. Yeah. <clears throat> and to build off like what Brock is saying is, uh, you know, if you're not in that world and you don't, uh, you know, hear that every day or you just you don't hear word of mouth about an event of coming up soon, you you know, there's no way previously to be able to find any of those events. Um, you'd have to go website to website. Uh, you kind of just guess and check. You don't know which event is going to be best for you. Um, hard to find dates and times. Um, and, you know, and, and then to go back and, and, you know, look at what you've already looked at to see if that still works for you, you know, whatever the case is having, we have the ability now to filter, um, you can filter by location, you can filter by the type of event or, um, camp that you're looking for, uh, as well as, you know, find something that's this weekend in a month, um, you know, you have everything at your fingertips and it's kind of now in like a one-stop shop location uh to make it just easier we want to make it easier for parents uh want to make it easier for the players and you know we're doing a lot of things to try to make it easier for the organization the colleges the travel ball teams you know and that and that sort of thing people like simple right people like access people like a place where they can go to one one particular place and get all the information they can uh, what sports are you guys currently doing right now as far as trying to help uh, find camps? And I know baseball is one that's got a, a lot of them, obviously. But uh, what, what other kind of uh, sports or sports do you see potentially bringing to life uh, through this platform? All sports. Um, but then a lot, like quickly, probably not right now, but right now it's baseball, softball, because that's where we're, that's where we're networked to. And that's how we can get a little quicker. Uh, but yeah, we're, I plan, I mean, definitely all sports, 100%. Like, there's yeah, no we have baseball. Yeah, we have baseball and softball. Uh, we have performance training, so some speed and agility type things uh, that can be on the site right now. Um, but like Brock said, we want to get into everything. Um, I mean, I'm a big ping pong guy. If we can get ping pong on there soon, like, oh, the more the merrier. You don't want to, he'll lose some ping pong. I've beat him multiple times in the uh, Moore Hall, Charlotte. Back in the day. Yeah. 
Well, they, they got all sports these days. We got schools rolling out esports programs and every different thing under the sun. So, I mean, any place that you can go and make it even more one-stop shop, I mean, I'm sure it'll only be a, that much more worthwhile for you. Oh, great call. <laughs> I, I know you guys are looking to I know you guys are looking to do some fun stuff with with coaches as well and look guys baseball coaches are not necessarily in this all for the money and they're plenty working for way less than their value how does this serve the coaches potentially and help them create some additional income for their families oh I mean there's all sorts of ways I mean we're probably all doing some NIL deals in the future I mean very soon we're gonna start doing things for coaches I don't want to say it all out on on here but from standpoint of, of helping them with value from not just not just uh training youth and getting people to events and in clinics and group weekly programs but it's going to help them uh grow their brand recognition you know i think that it's important to not just look at the payment and how much money people are going to get i think it's important to look at how is this going to help kids get out to games you know and how how's it going to how's that going to happen well if you're always on the map, on the pinpoint location, you're you're always being seen. You have you never know who's going to be on there. Someone might be in there on there from your area, and they might have a kid. And they might have have anything to do that week, so they're going to click on the camp. They might look you up on Google now, and they're going to see you have a game. Well, now that's money generated to come to your program, where you're going to be able to buy a track man possibly in the future. So there's all sorts of ways to approach it from a money standpoint, but also a use standpoint and prospect standpoint because. I think I mean, there's there's no reason, honestly, to not use the website. There's literally no reason. This is free, risk free, advertising. It's like it's free advertising, basically. So um, I think that to they'll definitely be able to make money because they can do uh, coaches can do clinics before not before games, but on their off days would bring a little bit more income. They can do weekly programs and hitting programs. Um, so you do a four week hitting program, blast motion, right? Now you're generating a little bit extra income. You're helping players in the area learn about blast, learn about the analytics. At some point, we're going to have to learn analytic IQ, I believe. And then you're also getting kids to come by and interact with you. Where when they interact with you, now they're actually might be willing to play college baseball, but they didn't even know what a college baseball field looked like because they've never even their parents didn't have time to look. Right? But now they have time to look because it's on the map and it's right there in their face. So. That's my people. That's my book. Like you said, um, you know, they're not necessarily in it for the money, but there's so many things that a that a coach, a college coach, a volunteer, an assistant, I mean, any level, all levels, high school, all the above, they have to do so many things. They wear so many different hats. Uh, we're trying to a just simplify that for them, but at the same time, is is we're gonna help grow your brand like brock said we're going to grow your following you're going to have more people come to your camps you're going to be able to host camps and host more camps for a lot of people they can't host more than one camp or they can't get enough people to come to their camps they don't do it as often we're going to fill up your camps we're going to help you bring more people to those events you can now host more events um, and like Brock said you can even start adding some other things that you haven't done in the past because you haven't been able to necessarily reach as many people as you would have liked um, you know and then on top of that it's it's gonna make it make your life easier so that's not you know now you don't have to try to go out and find more people to run that event you're gonna have 
you're going to have us helping you make sure we get those camps filled and you're going to now have one less thing that you have to worry about. You just continue to do your thing. You do the other 20 different things that you have to do as an assistant volley or coach in general. And you show up and run a camp and those camps are going to be filled and you don't have to worry about the marketing, the setup, the registration, the, you know, all the, all the behind the scenes things that go into running those events. We want to make that as easy as possible. Yeah. And if, I mean, this is a, we're baseball guys, so we know, and we, I'm not afraid to reach out to a coach and be like, Hey, what do we need to change? Or what do, you, what do we need to add to the site to make it better for you? You know, it's not all about us. It's always about the people that are using the site from a consumer standpoint and, and a coach standpoint. You know, I think it's, it's so important to not just like, for us, I don't want to be the all in, it's my way or the highway kind of person, you know, and Justin doesn't either. It's more of like, what can we do to help everyone in the end? We're, what We got to achieve a goal and who wants to help us do it? Um, I was going to say something else, but Justin talked too long. I can't remember now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, because I'm the doctor. <laughs> Man, I forgot. Uh, oh well if it comes back to me i remember well I, I i love it all guys because i really think that just as much as you're talking about everything I, I just i see the sense of community that it can continue to bring between even coaches where coaches aren't necessarily super showing up just to go to a go to a camp because it's going on they get to maybe even be a little bit more a part of it and in a part of that actual growth aspect and where the, the coaches in the region can start connecting that much more all get a chance to see the same talent that's around and and just bounce off, uh, you know, relationships uh, between coaches and also then getting a chance to letting all the kids in the area be seen by these different area coaches as well, too. I just think there's a lot of, of positivity around uh, just what it can build for each other to, to draw more people to each other's camps. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, and I remember what I was going to say now, from, a, from getting people to your camp, clinic or weekly program, like they're to put it in the perspective for everybody. I know we, I live in North Carolina and I think you do too, Kurt. There's 2 million kids or, or player athletes, not athletes, but kids and teenagers uh, in North Carolina alone. And there's a fun stat out there that say half, half of those kids in America or America play uh, uh, organized sport. Half of them play baseball or softball, sorry. Which means that that's the case, 1 million kids in North Carolina play baseball or softball. And in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee, there's 200 colleges. So the math there is simple, just in North Carolina alone. Why are college coaches not doing camps to help the youth is the question I have. And yes, because time, right? Money, marketing, nothing's ever been done like this. So now we're opening the doors to help change the kids' life because my life was honestly changed from a, from a vision standpoint, when I stepped on UNCG's baseball field at, at when I was nine, my dad took me to uh, the Guilford County Jail when I was eight. He walked me around. I went into the sales. I talked to the guys. When I was nine, I went to the UNCG baseball field, and my, and my passion was then let me go play college baseball because I got to interact with players and coaches. And I used to hit balls over the fence, I think. I can't remember, but – uh, in, in the left field, and I still remember that I'm 30 years old now. And I was, what, 9 or 10 back then when I was doing that. I stayed in dorms at UNCG because of overnight camps. I believe college coaches should do overnight camps again because that changed my life, and I still remember that, having fun with my friends, 
going out and actually not going out, but eating in the lunchroom. I got to experience what it was like being a college student, kind of. And experiencing that helped me see what I wanted to do in the future for at a young age. So that's all. I think it's important to do that. I, I think you guys are just so right on and with, with the mission that you guys are behind. And, and I know you talked about it a, a little bit in talking about your, you know, getting a chance to see some, some actual fields and stuff. But, you know, why was it so important for you guys to create this change? I, just, I mean, I just said, it. Justin, what you got? That was my, that's my cheating change. Well, when Brock approached me, I mean, I obviously knew that that it was missing. Like there was a need for this, right? And like, if if my family wasn't as inverse with the baseball world, uh, you know, I wouldn't have known about a lot of the events too. So, I mean, for anybody to just you know show up and you know, I joked about ping pong earlier, but what if I tried to find a ping pong event around the corner? You know, like, I'd have no clue because I'm not necessarily in that world. So what we wanted to do was make it easily accessible for anyone because we want anybody to, A, enjoy the sport because we, I mean, I love baseball, softball, and, um, you know, and, and baseball was so beneficial for my life just more as a person than, than me as an athlete. Um, I learned so many life lessons and, you know, I am the person I am now because of all of the trials and tribulations that I went through as a baseball player. And, um, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that if you go to more camps, you're going to, you know, be able to play professional baseball, but at the same time, like I know that you're going to learn so many valuable lessons that will make you a better person. And that's kind of the root of it. in, in my eyes is, you know, I want, I want to make it easy and more accessible, um, for as many people as I can, not necessarily just to make everybody a baseball player, but to help, grow the community, grow, grow the game, obviously as well, but to help, um, you know, have kids have some opportunities that they might not have had before and, uh, you know, allow them to, to learn some really valuable lessons. Yeah. And I can tell you another, I mean, this isn't the reason why we did, I did this or wanted to do this, but if we keep running into more ways to solve problems or I like to do that at least. So I realized that, like when I look up these websites trying to find if they have camps or not, like like JUCO uh, teams especially, like with the transfer portal, I think it's huge for kids to find prospect camps. You know, if you're in a transfer portal, you might as well find an event in the area. How can you not – how how can we help the transfer portal now? You know, it's like, all right, well, let's have college coaches post uh, a camp for, for these kids too. And now they can find them on the map. And we have a call with the uh, NJCC or CAA – National JUCO Association, um, or whatever it's called. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> uh, JUCO uh, in March. You know, we're gonna try and try and convince or persuade them to to get every JUCO as possible on the platform, to, so we can host it, so we can showcase every JUCO in America. You know, because it's important to uh, to to show off every college because every kid should have the opportunity to like find a location, especially to play college baseball at, you know, and how you can't even do that if you don't know what a field or facility even looks like. And there's so many colleges that I'm looking up that I would actually probably went to because they're sweet and they're sick and they're having a nice facility. You know, but I didn't even bat an eye at them because I only went to Charlotte because I lived an hour away. You know, it's like, what else is out there that I could have 
where I could have gone. So, well, uh, I think you're right on the money with talking about JUCOs there, especially from the standpoint not only for them to host their own to be able to get players to come to them, but all about getting those kids out. Matriculation is so important to make sure that the kids that have gone there go on to other schools because, as you had already said, just in this area alone, there's an abundance of colleges. And if you spread your wings as wide as America is, you can go to school if you want to go to school to play baseball. Because I'm saying that as a 30-year-old person that recruited myself, I could have used something like this to be able to just get in front of coaches just to talk about, you know, myself as a person. Nobody was bringing me in because I was going to come in and be an All-American. It was a leadership capability that I was hopefully going to be able to bring to a program. But if I was able to go out there, show some resilience, show some grit, and show that I had some determination and then be able to speak to some of these coaches, I would have made things that much more open to myself than just having to cold call emailing people. So I really think that this, uh, you know, creates a, a line of access that much more to being able to give these, these kids the, the needed opportunities to be around people and, and see, you know, that much more who's going to be there. Who, who would be at this one, what schools are going to yeah. be represented and that much more to, to find your niche of, of, what particular level you think that you're going to cater into as well too, and get the opinions of as many college coaches as you can. So uh, kudos to you guys for even uh, going down that road and, and trying to continue to give some love to the, the Juco bandits. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Another thing, here's another thing for you, Kirk, uh, based on NCAA compliance, there's no policy or rules out there where a baseball program or softball program can go into another state to a camp. So a lot of guys have certain cities and certain states they want to recruit from, but they make their players come down to them. Why not go up there, go around there uh, into a different state, run a camp at a local minor league stadium, high school. You know, I think that's, it's going to benefit a lot of people. They don't see it yet because I'm shooting emails and nobody reads emails. So <laughs> that's why we came out with the map. Cause now you check map instead of blasting out emails. Um, yeah. And that's a part of creating change. And, and, uh, you know, when did you guys know that you had something real in the palm of your hands with creating this change? When I had a kid, because I was one of those lazy parents. That didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> I knew Justin can, can speak on my behalf. I don't stop until it's done. And he, the reason Justin, I think, jumps on is because he knows that I, I'm a grinder and I will do whatever it takes to make it happen. And if somebody steps on my way, I appreciate it. But you're moving out because I'm going to step over you. And it's not being cocky, it's being confident. And because I can use my networking connections and find a way to bypass it. I actually enjoy when somebody tries to outwork me and beat me because I, uh, I, I grind to beat them. And they might always be near me, but it's a competition that I enjoy. As you can tell, Brock is obviously very passionate, and that's exactly why I did work with him. Uh, I'm a little more cynical. I want to I want to see, like, proof and numbers and all that, but I do take a step back every once in a while, and I'm like, this, this is this is something special. We got something really good here. So I'm really excited about the, the journey, and uh, hopefully we keep uh, moving forward. Well, I think that's awesome for the two of you to have that relationship between each other uh, as being teammates and and even having just like you said you know being being strong-willed Brock and Justin being a little bit more cynical and wanting to see some data I mean those two things go well together and help the different perspectives bounce off of each other so I, I think that's a, a good working relationship and knowing that uh, you know you still both do have the same vision for everything you know 
Brock, you, you've stated before, you're, you're an entrepreneur. You've got some you know, big, big goals and mindset. Justin, you've, been, you've seen some probably some tremendous things in this game because you come from a, a rich family in the game of baseball. Guys, what, what's your what's your bigger purpose? You know, and not not just even limited to playing sports, um, but you know, it, it could be associated with that. But what, what's your purpose, guys? Justin, yeah, I think um, you know it. It does kind of tie into playing sports, obviously. But I mean, I do. I very much enjoy helping, just helping in general. Um, I when I played in the minor leagues, every every off season, I would do lessons. Uh, partially because I got paid like $6,000 a year for being a minor league baseball player. But on top of that, I, I really did enjoy helping kids, um, you know, helping kids in my area, helping get them, allow them to develop. Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun with them. I had some really good relationships. A lot of them will still text me and reach out every once in a while. Um, I, I just enjoy that. I help, I like helping people. Uh, and, and it's, it falls in line with playing sports. And that's why it was such an easy, an easy thought for me, an easy decision when Brock approached me um, because it's, it's right up my alley. I, I, even when I played, I liked helping guys. Uh, I was a pretty like mechanical nitpicky type of a player. So I always liked the, uh, you know, getting in the cages, getting in the lab is what I called it uh, and tinkering a little bit. And um, I'd have guys that would, you know, ask me some questions sometimes and, you know, sometimes it's do as I say, not as I do, but, but I, uh, I did enjoy, uh, like helping my team play, um, you know, training kids and, and help coaching and, and that sort of thing. So it, it falls perfectly in line with playing sports. I didn't, uh, I didn't set that up perfectly to just kind of keep promoting playing sports, but at the same time, it, it does, it goes hand in hand for me. My turn. I guess I'll go. So, Justin, you done? Short and sweet, baby. All right, cool. Nice. All right, so I uh, my purpose is, I guess, the same thing. Very similar, but uh, I kind of want to be similar to make this so big where it's like Jeff Bezos, but instead I get money back. You know, it's like, here you go. This is like, I want to help everybody in the end kind of thing where we can just help grow the economy. I mean, I'm saying he's definitely your own economy, but I'm just saying, like, growing the economy from the standpoint of like getting people united to help do something uh, from an event standpoint and getting kids out where they're making money and uh, they're getting on now on the site now to do consulting to help kids with recruiting and to help youth parents understand what it's like to be a college athlete or player. Um, but I, I, I also enjoy helping helping everyone, especially players and kids at a youth stage. I, like I said, I helped youth for four years uh, and took time out of my day, uh, four days a week, to practice and train them to help better understand the game. And when I was giving lessons, I would sometimes not even take money. Uh, I would just say, keep your money this time. And I think that it's important to, like, because there's other ways they could they could use that money. You know, they can buy a new blood, they can buy a new bat, they can buy, they can buy just something that would actually – like even help them even more expand the game. And I think that uh, my, my dad always gave back. Uh, so I'm taking a, I'm moving forward with what he's on, yes, or did, but on a larger, larger scale. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. So don't feel, 
don't feel anything uh, out of the way of wanting to make sure that you can continue to provide for you and yours as well. Because, you know, my favorite Zig Ziglar quote is, you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. And ultimately, you know, that's a part of the process. We do it for good reasons, but you hope that your idea is good enough that if you provide a good idea, it's going to come back to you in a lot of positive ways. And I'm definitely rooting for you guys and being able to continue to take care of yours because with an idea like this and continuing to put consistent and positive actions towards something, there's going to be more things that grow from it. So uh, you keep at what you guys are doing and I'm sure that the rest is going to continue to take care of itself. Yeah. I love that quote too. That's a great quote, but I also love it even more because the guy's name is Zig Ziglar. (laughs) He's one of the, one of the gurus for sure. I I love him. So it helped, helped helped me a lot and he'll joke around as well too and say, uh, you know, uh, money's, uh, money's not uh, everything, but it rates reasonably up there with oxygen. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, guys, uh, um, yeah, h- how important are your own values in creating a vision for change? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, again, like kind of the root of, of why we came up with this. But it's, it's uh, you know, the root of probably a lot of the lessons that we learned from the game. I mean, like, uh, you know, it's not necessarily about one person. It's especially baseball, softball. It's a team sport. And, you know, we want to. We want to help the team. We want to help others. Uh, you know, and it kind of falls in line. It's just we want to promote that change and, and we want to make things better and make things easier so that we can continue to grow and, and you know, help people become better people. Yeah, I agree with what Justin said. I mean, people have time, you know, energy, and of course, they don't want to spend that much money and we're trying to keep costs low where, uh, it's it's affordable to find events. I mean, it's free to find events. You can look at the maps, like Airbnb. But going to a camp, you know, and and coaches posting on the on the website. I think that's important to just to to make it accessible uh, from a value standpoint and, and help create some sort of change that can benefit everyone in the long run. Perfect. I mean, it's and like you said, it's a no risk situation for everybody based upon just what what you guys are giving away with access. So why wouldn't anybody take advantage of something like this, like you said? And now with the goals that you guys have, everything that you're working towards, what's it going to take to reach the goals that you're setting for yourselves with bringing all of this access to all parts of the sports that you guys decide to help? take you said what will it take to reach the goals yeah yeah, i mean what what's it going to take for you guys to reach your goals oh everyone helping everyone can on site yeah i think that uh it's gonna i mean i think that it's important for people to see the vision the value that it brings in order to reach your goals i don't think that you know it's there's there's no way to reach a goal if you don't have people that are by your side willing to help and see uh, the, the value that's going to bring other kids, uh, players, like prospects, parents, grandparents, you know, you name it, coaches. And uh, I think that even if a coach, uh, even if a college specifically doesn't use the, the, the website for their events, I don't understand why a college coach, maybe a volley or assistant that's not associated, like isn't paid by school or isn't like associated with school some sort of way 
where they can do their own LLC, host their own cancer clinics, weekly programs on the side, you know, earn a little bit extra income because that's similar to the, the college using the site if the college coach uses it. I mean, let's be honest, if a, if a coach isn't posting, then no one's going to be going there. So uh, that's one way for us to achieve our goals. I don't know if we can actually achieve Brock's goals because he's got pretty high speed uh, goals too. High so. goals. <laughs> my, my, my goals, for some reason, my goals tend to pan out. Don't don't they say if your goals don't scare you, then they're not big enough, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Love it. Hope that's another Zig Ziglar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm pretty much uh you know, built on all uh, a bunch of people's uh thoughts and and words for sure. Anything I say probably is coming from uh, some kind of other legend at this point in my life, and and I think that's the beauty of a lot of things is, you know. The, yes, there's there's camps. That, that's what's going on. But you guys have found the way to bring camps to even a, a more simplified approach. And so many of us at this point in time aren't necessarily going to create or, or be a part of something brand new, but we're going to create something that that makes it easier, that makes it more accessible, that that shifts it towards where our world is today. And for what it's worth, these things have been here, but they haven't, nobody's utilized the the technology that we've started to build upon to now make it more simplified. So that's why I think it's that much more unique uh, of what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, just imagine, you know, I went to Alaska, me and my wife went to Hawaii and Alaska. We already knocked that out. I've already gotten kind of the university of Hawaii coach, like email and I already got in contact with the Alaskan league collegiate league. So if you ever want to go on vacation, now you can drop your kid off at a camp. And enjoy your vacation as a parent. <laughs> That's a, a good excuse, right? Good excuse. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm like how many, I, I sent a survey out, like, started doing this. I'm like, how many, like, I sent like 20, 20 parents. So like, how many of you guys would go to the beach, drop your kid off at the camp, and enjoy your beach day? And 100% say, why not? Like, they would definitely do it. So every coach needs to just go to the beach this summer, just host camps. <laughs> we get kids. <laughs> Hawaii, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Hawaii, the state of Hawaii would love us because we're actually helping them for branding for sports. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, pretty much uh, you could probably just make this a complete business just paying, uh, based upon beach cities and be able to yeah. get them all to be able to drive people there. But guys, that that's uh, I, I love everything that you guys are being a part of. And, and, and before I get into, you know, letting you tell us a little bit more about you know, websites, access, everything of that nature to make sure that everybody knows uh, that gets a chance to listen about wh where to find everything that they need. Um, you know, can, can you guys just share anything else that, that you really feel like is important about what, what your mission is, anything that we haven't talked about here that, that you want to make sure you get off your chest about, you know, why you guys are so in love with uh, playing sports? What I would say, I mean, uh, you you've queued us up pretty well on on a lot of really good talking points to to make us look pretty good. So I appreciate that. But uh, at the same time, we um, it is completely free for for parents to sign up, uh, access all of the information, find any camp, clinic, event, try out anything in the area. Again, like I said, filter time, filter by either the type of event, filter by you know all kinds of things to find the exact camp for for you or for your kids uh, and then even on the on the organization side the college side 
facility side, the high school, the travel ball team. Uh, it is again completely free to sign up. So there's there's no upfront cost. There's nothing like that. Uh, you know, we have some um, built in to where we will you know take a, a small fee from your event, but at the same time, it is absolutely free to sign up, and there's no risk. Um, yeah. So even if you sign up and we don't get a single person to your event, then there's nothing absolutely going to come out of your pocket. There's absolutely no risk. We're here to help you. And then again, on the same side parents and athletes sign up, create account, start checking out the site. The more people we get on the site, visiting the site, the more and more coaches and organizations are going to, uh, you know, automatically sign up as well. And we can really start to, to not that we haven't yet, but really blow this thing up. Yeah. It's going to blow up. Like, like we can't, I can't share all the details. I don't, but I don't want Justin to either. So it's like, we have to wait a little bit longer. It's a little bit, just a couple more, just a couple of weeks. Um, but I'll shoot DMs to everybody that is interested in like kind of what we're doing from a standpoint of launching a new phase. Uh, we are redesigned. We have redesigned a new new landing page and then event pages to make it more like a landing page social media profile. Whoever's listening to this, from a branding standpoint, from your college and from your events, you should have a link from Linktree or something within your profile, kind of similar if you want to go look at ours where you can now connect your camp, you can connect your school, you can connect your recruiting form, you can connect uh, a, a contact, you know. I mean, you, I, like, I love how college coaches tell, uh, and nothing wrong with this, and I love, I just love it. Like, college coaches always share, and coaches in general always share their input to prospects, or prospects are too scared to share their input to, to coaches. So I guess I'll be the voice for everybody here. Um, Kyle, the coach, coaches, from a branding standpoint, everyone should be post like having a link tree account in their in their bio because prospect can now go in and say, "Hey, I'm interested in this school," because technically, college coaches are going to follow a prospect that's going to hurt their the follower versus following ratio, right? And then also, you don't want to follow somebody that does prospect typically sometimes. So why not have link tree contact now prospects and co contact you, and they put on your email. Now you have their email form. Now you can invite them to camps. So. If you want to learn how to grow brand and make money, I'm your guy probably. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and right on it though, as far as, like you said, sometimes you just got to cut the, cut, make the medium a little bit more simplified. And, and if somebody's willing to give you their email that much more than now, obviously they want to potentially hear from you about what kind of other things that you're going to be putting on. And uh, be yeah. before I give you guys a chance to tell us a, uh, you know, website and any other information that you want to, share as far as uh, how to get access. I want to make sure to give a little bit of an actionable request to uh, anybody that happens to be listening this week. And, and guys, this week, uh, I, I just want you to think about how you can make a change in the area that you care about. You know, even if it does not come to life today, plant the seed and start building the thoughts. Uh, re really take it to heart how you feel like you can make a, a small difference in something that means something to you. So, uh, and, and I commend you guys again for what you've done for an area of, of access to kids because look they're all going to get bombarded with this different stuff and and I just think it's an easier method of of allowing kids to be able to make the choices that they're going to have to make to uh, find a way to find their next home for the next four years and and I think it's an easier way too uh, as well guys to to hopefully build some relationships with coaches where these kids can find a place that they want to stay 
Yeah, and, and that's that's one thing that I really want to be a part of encouraging that much more as kids go through the recruiting process is finding a place that they stay, not just a place that they go to because of a, any kind of particular label. Yeah, definitely. I think that's important too, 100%. So please share with us, uh, you know, website, uh, any kind of handles that you might want to give off or anything of that nature, uh, just to make sure that everybody listening gets a chance to, to look into everything. Um. Yeah, I mean, the website's basic uh, from a standpoint of ease of use. I mean, yeah, Justin went over all the filters with with everyone and how it works from a standpoint of you can, you can search by age, cost, location. Uh, we're also, of course, we have the Twitter spaces and we have the blogs coming out soon. I'm going to let college coaches post blogs on the site. Or not site, sorry, on the, uh, on the Twitter review uh, little form that we have. And then that'll lead into the blog at some point when we get big enough. But it's going to be absolutely free uh, for all parents, players to use. And then at some point we'll start getting sponsors to hopefully sponsor it. And then we can pay coaches out that are, that are allowed to through the NCAA. If, if that's not compliant, then <laughs> we'll, take, we'll do JUCO or, or NAI, of course, but uh, or high school coaches. But we're willing to, to kind of help out from the standpoint of, you know, something income when it comes to blogs and, and whatnot and trying to find ways to help pay coaches back. The time that they put in, when we can be do do it, but also use help coaches and use them to to help us help us brand and promote uh, playing sports. But I guess if you ever see uh, playing sports Twitter space um, or tweet about creating an account or if parent creates an account, favorite it at least. I don't know, you don't have to retweet it, but the way I grew Twitter back in the day, I had a million almost a million followers on Twitter uh, and I had eight eight different accounts. Uh, don't have any more because my wife told me to get a real job. That's kind of a joke, but it's kind of serious. Uh, so I started working enterprise and then I actually didn't have time. So I got rid of them, but I actually ended up getting, we had two of them still. So we're fine. But, um, yeah. All right. No, uh, no worries at all. No worries at all. I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing again and appreciate you guys, guys being here with us, both of you, uh, I mean, you guys got experience in the game and I think it's, to people that uh, that at least, you know, have some skin in the game as well to being a part of this change. And I think that's going to go a long way for what you guys are doing. So I, I thank you guys for your time and, and making yourselves available to share your story. And I think it's something that you guys are going to be doing uh, uh, quite a bit. So I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that you guys have made yourselves available for us here tonight. And uh, for those that will listen uh, in on another time. So uh, if, uh, if you guys got anything else, feel free to uh, to share it. And if not, I'll take us out on a little closing. Oh, we're good. I appreciate having us. Thank you. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you having us. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure, Justin, and my pleasure, Brock. I appreciate it, guys. And, and just in closing, you know, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And that's Socrates. And uh, I think you guys are – are building the new uh, within everything that you're doing. So keep fighting the good fight and, and looking forward to seeing everything that playing sports turns into. Thanks, Eric. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. See you next week. Appreciate it. Bye.